that is why I can very soundly and, and confidently say we all have a purpose in life. Every single one of us. And our baby's purpose was to come here and save mama's life. What if I told you that you had the power to change your life today just by choosing what you will eat next? Welcome to the podcast, Eat Your Best Life, where together through interviews and conversations, we dig deep into the power of plant-based nutrition and other lifestyle changes in enhancing your life both physically and spiritually. If you are ready to level up concerning your health, then this is the show for you. I am your host, Cersei Blue. Let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of Eat Your Best Life. I'm your host, Cersei Blue, aka The Faithful Vegan. This month is going by so fast, and I just can't believe that we're already halfway through. It's still Heart Health Month, so please don't forget to join the Eat Your Best Life private Facebook group and comment on all the posts to enter to win two life-changing books. I'm really so excited about building this community outside of the podcast in this private Facebook group. Again, I do hang out on Instagram at thefaithful.vegan, so come check me out there. But on the topic of heart health, I heard a powerful lecture yesterday by a cardiologist named Dr. Columbus Batiste, and he stated that 62% of women get a heart heart attack without having any symptoms. And actually, the first symptom is the actual heart attack itself. Therefore, it made me start thinking that Perhaps we're asking ourselves the wrong questions, right? It's not so much what symptoms am I seeing as it relates to heart disease, but the real questions that we should be asking ourselves is what actions, what behaviors, what habits am I taking to actually prevent heart disease? This statistic really blew my mind because we can't wait on relying on symptoms to give us a nudge to take charge of our health. We have to constantly check our habits and the way that we're living. So I just thought I would drop that fact with you in hopes that it inspires you to continuously do health checks and see what are you doing to prevent or even in many cases reverse the heart disease that you may already have. So let's jump into the episode I have for you today. I am absolutely so excited about this amazing episode. I had the honor of having a powerful conversation with Johanna Earthly Ramos. Johanna Earthly Ramos is a holistic health educator, speaker, and blogger. She is the founder of Earthly Bodies Natural Living, a place that helps people live naturally healthy lives by using food as their medicine. In this episode, Johanna gives the juice on healthy living. Johanna is open and transparent, and she shares a tragic life event that catapulted her to share her life story and start helping others with their health. She talks about the importance of listening to your body and the connection between body, mind, and soul. She motivates the listeners to take ownership of their health by seeing food as their medicine. She's often called the juice lady and she talks everything about juicing and she elaborates on the benefits of using juice as a cleanse or to use it as detox. She talks about how to transition your family when you're the only one 
on a healthy path. She also talks about how to overcome chronic illness and the importance of knowing your why concerning your health. I had such a blast talking with Johanna because she is authentic, passionate, and dedicated to reaching and teaching as many people as she can on how to make their bodies a safe place to live. So without further ado, let me introduce you to a rock star for healthy living, Johanna Earthly Ramos. Hi, Johanna. How are you? I am great. Thank you. It is such a pleasure and honor to have you on the podcast. Um, when I first heard of your story, I resonated with it because I too had a life circumstance that kind of catapulted me into a health as ministry. Mm-hmm. And you have a powerful story behind earthly bodies, natural living. Can you share with the audience your journey? What led up to you serving others by helping them, as you say, making your body a safe place to live? I love that phrase. So can you tell us about that? Absolutely. And let me just first say that it is an honor on my end to be speaking with you. Um, One of the things that I have cherished most about this journey are the connections that God has allowed that we probably would have never met if it wasn't for social media. (laughs) People people try to make it like social media is all bad. Well, I, I feel like you and I talking right now gives a vote to it's not all bad. So thank you so much for for coming and and allowing me to share my story. So uh, let's see here. My husband and I are celebrating 14 years of marriage this year. And (laughs) this is actually so this has been seven years ago um, in 2013 that things changed for us. I knew from the very beginning when he and I met that he specifically wanted me to have five children with him. He told me on our first date. <laughs> yep. Mm. Yeah. And I, and I didn't run because God told me to sit right there and listen. <laughs> so I did, <laughs> but um, it wasn't until seven years of us after us being married that I heard in one conversation, it had to be a matter of 15 seconds after having a pain that I had never felt before in my life while I was uh, teaching a training, a teleclass in corporate America. I heard that I had a pain. I immediately called my doctor and I had just been to them like a couple of days prior for a checkup. And mm. the nurse said to me in a 15 minute conversation, I'm sorry, 15 seconds. She said, Mrs. Ramos, you're pregnant and I'm sorry you're losing your baby. Oh my! So to have that being delivered over the phone, first of all, <laughs> sent me into an, um, I can't even really put into words the like tailspin that it, it took me in because I'd never heard the words you're pregnant connected to my name before. I'd never even seen the little pink, the little uh, plus sign on a pregnancy test before <laughs> ever in my life. So to hear that was, it destroyed me. And that was on January 14th, 2013. And in between that day and January 17th, a lot of bad decisions were made on the part of the physician that was over my body. And that resulted in uh, me not only uh, us losing that pregnancy, but also (laughs) against our will or permission, losing the fallopian tube that I now know was my viable fallopian tube. Um, so, and, and I, and I know that God is a healer and can open that other one up and we are still standing on that promise. That doctor though, decided that he would just take it. 
And that was on January 17th. I was on the brink of death um, on that day. And my husband took the reins and began to tell people what was going to be done. And I'm so thankful to him and his his boldness and his obedience to God in, in that. But that is what sent me into where I am now, because mm-hmm. in the days following that, the doctors were saying, it's not your fault. Don't blame yourself. We don't know why these things happen. There's really nothing you could have done. And I'm hearing them, but they started sounding like Charlie Brown's teacher, you know, Mm, yeah, (laughs) because God didn't build me that way to just say there's nothing I could do. So as polite and as politically correct as they were trying to be, I went to my father and said, they're saying there's nothing I can do, but I know that I know there's something. Please tell me what I can do. And just as clear as day, I heard you can control what you put in your body. And it was so clear and it made so much sense. And that is what I did. Like from that very moment, I went back into uh, health educator mode, which is actually what my degree is in. So many people don't know that. They think that my degree was in finance because I was a branch manager for a bank. <laughs> they, 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 they think my degree was in uh, you know, marketing or business because I was a corporate facilitator. For, for a bank. But no, my first love has always been health education, but life took me on a, a different terms that I'm so thankful for because God had a reason in that too. But I began to research again. I, be, I, I began to read the subjects that I loved so much. And through that, I was able to heal, start, start the healing process, right? Of this catastrophic thing that my husband and I were going through. It was such a dark time. And, um, through the, through that through the reading through the through through all of that studying i decided that you know what i'm going to return to the garden i'm going to return to in the bible it says that that god called forth seed and vegetables and fruit and he told man to have those for meat i was like and for some reason that looked different to me that time i'm like wait has that always been there he said for me mm-hmm. to eat these for meat. He didn't tell me I had to eat meat. He told me he gave me these things for me, these fruits, these right, vegetables, right. these nuts and these seeds. And, and so I said, that's what I'm going to do. And so in all of that, this year now being my seventh year as a plant-based vegan, being able to use that tragedy to catapult me into the very best health I've ever been been in, having the strongest relationship I've ever had with Father God, you know, just loving Jesus Christ and making sure that my temple is clear and ready for the, the, the habitation of the Holy Spirit. That is why I can very soundly and, and confidently say we all have a purpose in life, every single one of us. And our baby's purpose was to come here and save mama's life. To come here for that short amount of time and say, Mama, you're sick. I can't stay. But if you don't do something, neither can my siblings. Mm. That is, and to me, that is like just like the greatest gift because our child was a that's that's a rock star move right there. Okay. Our child was yeah, like, yes. yes, God, I'll go. I'll do it. <laughs> so our baby saved my life so that I could help others live theirs. Wow. That's why I'm here. That's That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why it won't be any different. So stop looking for me to change people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This this is who I was destined purpose to be. Wow. 
that's a powerful story. And um, yeah, that's powerful. I mean, you took a situation and then kind of, you know, shuffled through all of the trauma and all of the, 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 the pain and kind of found your purpose. I know a lot of times when people go to the doctor and they get a diagnosis of, you know, high blood pressure, diabetes, or Mm -hmm. something of that sort, um, and they get a pres- they walk out with a prescription thinking that you know what the medicine is going to cure everything mm-hmm. and a lot of times they're not really realizing like what you kind of found out that there's a root cause yeah. that yeah you're you're managing the symptoms but you haven't really dealt with the root cause as to what's going on and i know that you talk a lot about helping your clients fix the root cause of their health mm-hmm. um I remember I even heard you say one time that many of the times it's a physical issue, but sometimes it can even be a spiritual one. Can you share with your audience your thoughts on that? How, how do you get to that root cause? You get to that root cause by going back to your source, (laughs) going back to your creator, going back to that first voice that you heard before you were placed in your mother's womb. Before we were pl- before we were placed in our mother's womb, God whispered in our ear what He had for us to do. And through us coming through the womb into this world and different circumstances, things we go through in life, that whisper—I mean, sorry—that voice becomes more of a whisper, and we forget. And for a lot of us, it's not until we have something life-changing that happens that we don't. It's then that we go back and try to listen to the, listen for that voice again. So because I have gone through it, because you have gone through it, it's a lot easier when someone comes to me for me to say, okay, hold on, let's get specific in the things that you've gone through because unforgiveness and bitterness can be a root cause of disease in your body. Mm. (laughs) Okay. And a lot of times that's what, there's something that, uh, someone has not forgiven or they're that that is stopping their body from being able to function at an optimal level that's causing their body to have dis-ease in it Mm -hmm. so if we deal with that and you agree with me that we're going to go to father and pray about this thing and talk about it that is going to be the greatest step you can make to your overall healing and that's why my full model is my full motto is helping you make your body a spiritually mentally and physically safe place to live and spiritually is first because what we get what so many people get backwards so many people think they're just humans here having a spiritual experience when in fact we are spirits that are here having a human experience we are spirits first we're spirits first then god gave us this body and when these bodies return to the ground, our spirit will still be. Our spirit is the oldest person in the equation. So why wouldn't we make sure our spirit man is right and in line? <laughs> because when we do that, our body has no choice but to chase after it. Because our body is really the youngest person in the equation. Yes. But, but so often we let our body lead, right? <laughs> so even from the physical perspective, do you find that you're able to reverse certain issues or certain Mm -hmm. physical components as well. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Um, The majority of clients that come to me, uh, we have been able to reverse and get them off of high blood pressure medication. I'm on a mission to 
have lisinopril be a memory in everybody's uh, prescriptions. <laughs> Let's get rid of that stuff. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. High blood pressure, cholesterol issues, type one and type two diabetes. Um, so regulating those A1C levels. Um, people that just come to me because they're just not sleeping or their own sleep apnea machines. They have skin issues. Like it goes on and on on what can be reversed by simply going back to eating from the earth, the things that God called from the earth for us to have before he even placed us here. Yeah. So absolutely. So walk us through, walk us through the grocery store. What are some of the things that, that would stand out in one of these nutrient dense diets that you would recommend? Yes. Like what are some of the foods that stand out? Absolutely. So first of all, this is something that I learned seven years ago and it's just like as, as foundational as ABCs is stay on the outskirts of the store <laughs> as much as you yes, can. Yes. Okay. So in my life, the produce section is equivalent to a candy store. Okay. I'm going to go over here and I want to eat the rainbow. I want to taste yes. God's rainbow. I'm trying to eat these good Skittles. Okay. The real ones. <laughs> Getting lots yes. of foods that have color in your diet. True color, not red dye number 40, not blue number whatever. But I'm talking about those God-given colors. Um, making sure that people understand, I'm trying to change the mindset of when someone thinks about calcium or protein or vitamin C, I want them to think green. Because greens hold all three of those things, protein, vitamin C, and calcium. We start getting more green in your life. We start getting more color in your life where we've reversed where the majority of your plate is now from the produce section. It's okay. I mean, it's okay if you're still eating some things out of some things out of a box. I mean, quinoa comes in a bag, but it's amazing for us, right? Yeah. Right, <laughs> so right. by making sure yes, that the majority yes. of your plate is from that raw, the rawness of, of the earth. Wow. Yeah, I think I think it's sometimes it's a leap because I think sometimes when we're so used to eating processed foods, sugary foods, oily foods, you, you get into this, um, it's almost like you have to detox off of mm -hmm. all of these foods but what i what the, the the wonderful thing about getting off of these foods though is that you gain this mental and spiritual clarity you know i i hear people say you know i could think more clearly i could even hear god more clearly um i know for myself that when i started to detox off of these foods that i felt more plugged in mm -hmm. can you talk a little bit about that just how the mental clarity happens yes absolutely that's one of the one of the things that I enjoy most, and when people come to me and they say, well, is it because you lost weight? Is that why you'll never eat meat again? No, mm. that's not why. That was a side effect of just putting the right fuel <laughs> in my body. No, yeah. the reason why I will eat this way from here on out is because of the mental clarity. Because that there's no more fog. Like there was a literal fog in my head, and I felt like somebody went inside and sprayed some Windex and wiped that thing all the way down. OK, <laughs> like that fog is gone. My energy is so different. So when people come to me and they ask that question or they try to uh, they try to come for me and say that veganism is a cult. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. it's against God's word. Um, huh? 
Um, no, right. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Um, eating from the earth that he provided and he told the things that come from the ground is the most natural thing you can do for your body. And it was yes. in that, that mental clarity made me go, oh, wait, this is, it truly feels like it brings me closer to what God purposed from the beginning. Mm. There's no other yes. way. This is the most natural thing you can do for your, for your health. Yes. And, and it also goes into the fact that um, you said something very powerful that stuck with me. And you said that we need to listen to our bodies because our bodies are telling us what it needs. And so what is the first step for someone who's listening and they want to build that connection with their bodies um, and they want to be more in tune? What would you say is the first step to that? Great question. So the first thing I would want for anyone to realize is that your body is the one thing that will never lie to you. <laughs> it's the closest thing to you and it is never going to lie. Listen to it. Listen yes. to it. And even when you eat something that it made your it made your 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 face frown up, forget your taste buds. People they <laughs> they they don't know how to take me sometimes when I say I don't care anything about your taste buds. Okay. No one's ever died yeah. of a taste bud disease. <laughs> Tell me what your body felt like. <laughs> After you ate that thing, listen to uh, it. Mm. And that is what, yeah. that, that's the why. A lot of times um, people may or may not want to work with me because I'm not just going to give you a grocery list and some recipes. I'm not just going to give you the what before I give you the why. The why is what's going to make it stick. Okay. And the why is in you listening to your body, how it responds. There's no way you're not going to see your 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 skin literally glowing. <laughs> your okay, if you've ever had issues with your hair and your nails, you are going to see a change there. Your way of your, your not only your way of thinking, but just how clearly you're able to think, how sharp and on point your thoughts are when you start putting those foods in your body. Just listen. Yeah, I think we've become so disconnected from our bodies that you know, it's because we're we're constantly, I guess, damaging our bodies by what we eat that we almost turn off those signals. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's powerful. So, tell us about your thriving juice business. Like a lot of people are calling you the juice lady. I know you have a business oh, called boy. Kale. Yeah, tell us a bit about that, and then we could get a little bit into juicing because you seem to be really um, mastered the the use of juicing for our health. Yes. So tell us about so, Kelly yeah first. <laughs> All right. So Kale Yeah Juice Cafe is um it was it's an it's a place where people can walk in and be invited. I call it the gateway into better health. Kale Yeah is a gateway to bring people to earthly bodies <laughs> because mm. it gave me a place where people could come in and see a bunch of bright colors. They see plants in here that are thriving. Okay. They see yeah. uh, people that are working here. My husband and I, we are the owners and the employees. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because we're so careful about energies and, you know, spirits, you know, we, we, now our bodies are welcoming the day that a payroll budget is opened up so we can hire the right people. <laughs> but for right now, yes, yes, we yes. Are, we're protecting the baby. This in, in every, in, in, in every sense of the word, Kel yeah is here because of our baby. Earthly bodies is here because of our baby. And we treat it as such. We protect it as such. So when you walk into Kel yeah, you feel the presence of God because that's why it's open. That is why this place was open. So you come in here and you get, 
fresh, raw, cold-pressed juices, raw smoothies. Everything is 100% plant-based, vegan. And the reason why we say raw is because whatever ingredients you see in that juice, that smoothie, that health shot, that food, that's all that's in there. Okay, there's no powder, there's no syrups. If that if that thing says that you have some um in that smoothie, it says almond milk, um, avocados, spinach, blueberries, and dates. Oh, you see us picking up that's each it. one of those things. That's what's in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So wow. it has been such a bright spot of showing people don't be afraid. How could you be afraid of something so colorful and so foundationally natural? <laughs> to put into your body. So we offer the detoxes, one, three, and five day detoxes, just to give people um, different options if they've never done it to kind of dip their toe in. Let me just see what happens if I just do this for one day. Oh, I didn't die. Yeah. Well, let me try something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's what everything's about here. So what's, what's some of the benefits for juicing? Mm-hmm. Juicing, I consider myself a juicing advocate because it was the primary uh, tool that I used when I first began to transit. Well, not even transition. It just, I started it for lack of a better term, cold turkey. I just, May 3rd, it just happened. Um, But juicing was the easiest way for me to get the most amount of dense nutrients in one bottle to get in my body at one time and my digestive system not have to break anything down, not have to separate the fibers and all that kind of stuff. No, that juice goes in and it's like my body goes, anyone's body will go, whoa, wait a minute. She's giving us some time off. I know exactly where that needs to go. Let me send it straight to the cells and let it get to work. That's what's so amazing about juicing. There's no work for your body to do. It knows where that juice needs to go. You have an amazing uh, feeling of energy that you don't crash from. So I am a, I'm always telling people, you can tell coffee and Red, Pool, Red Bull to have a seat. Juicing oh, yeah. will juicing have your back. Yeah. Right? So how, how often do you juice? You, like, is it something that you would do like once or a few times a year? And for how many days or does it vary? Okay, so the detox. What I, what I tell people, because as far as just juice goes, I still, I drink juice every day. It's just a matter of, is it 16 ounces of juice, 32 ounces of juice? Like, am I doing a detox or a cleanse? But on just a regular day, I'm going to get 16 to 32 ounces in my body. Okay. But as, in terms of doing a detox, um, it really, you have to be honest with yourself about where you are right now in your journey. How much processed food are you putting in your body? How much crack sugar are you putting in your body? Um, Mm -hmm. How much animal product are you putting in? How hard is your body having to work to keep you alive? Is the question you need to ask yourself. How hard is it having to work? And that will determine how often you should do a detox. Um, I would say that every body, everybody that has a body should do one at least twice a year at the very minimum. And the more, the more um, of those things that you put into your body, you may want to say, you know what, I should really do this once a quarter. I have clients that come along with me and do one for 10 days every month because they just, they're now addicted to how good they feel. And their mindset has changed in the fact of, I tell people, you know, on your job, don't you get paid time off? Don't you take a vacation? 
well, why wouldn't you in turn give your body some time off from having to break down all this mess that you put in it, even the air we breathe? <laughs> okay, it's this toxin coming in our bodies from that. So every month, every quarter, at least twice a year is first asking yourself and being honest with that, that question. How much is my body having to work to keep me alive? Hmm. And what's, what's the difference? I heard you mention a detox and a cleanse with juicing. What's the difference between those two? So detox, They sound similar. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're used so interchangeably. You're so right. So right. when you are detoxing, you are removing a certain group of our groups of food from your diet. All right. So most people, some people could just say, I'm just not going to have any processed sugar. Okay. They're detoxing from sugar. If they say that someone says, I'm not going to have any animal product. They're detoxing from that. It's removing that, removing something from your diet and replacing it with juice or more whole foods. A cleanse is different in you're going to do all that, but you're going to supplement too, because you know that maybe your body needs, uh, you know, more B12 or your body needs more calcium or more, even more protein than you think you can get just from the plants, um, which I mean, all the protein is in the plants, but hey, that's just what you may be thinking. So on top of you detoxing, it's a cleanse because you're like, I'm going to add spirulina or chlor- chlorella to my to my regimen. I'm going to take B12 every day to supplement what I'm trying to get done in my body. That makes it a cleanse with the extra supplementation. Can you talk a bit about, you just mentioned spirilla and what was the other one? Spirulina and chlorella. Yeah. Tell us why those are, those are two important things to be putting in our, in our, in our smoothies. Yes. So spirulina has the most protein of anything on the planet. Like, Hands down, ain't nobody going to beat it. (laughs) There's no more protein, yes, than what you can get out of spirulina. And spirulina comes from the ocean. So if you get some real deal spirulina, when you open it up, oh, wow, it smells like salt life. (laughs) Okay, it really smells like the ocean. So we're really careful in what we even, like, hey, if you come in here and you want to put it in anything, we'll say, you sure? Have you had it before? Because it can be a bit of a bully until you get to that point where like I am, where I don't care how it tastes, get in my body. (laughs) But we're really careful that when we add that to a smoothie, it's something that's really tropical, something that has pineapple and mango in it, so that that tropicalness can kind of calm that taste down some. Yes. But but yeah, but once again, that has the most protein of anything. So that's great for you. I can just, I'll just add it to water sometimes and just chuck it down and be done with it. Um. Mm. If that taste is kind of a, you know what, I'm just not in love with that period, then, um, you know, chlorophyll is um, the actual like plant, the the plant's blood, if you want to say. So getting that chlorella, chlorella into your your body is just like you taking in supplementation of the very blood of the plant to just give your body just an extra boost of nutrients. You also talk about a vitamin cake. Can you share with our audience (laughs) 
why you're a big advocate of the vitamin K. Yes. You know, I get it. People try to, once again, come for me on that because there's a certain order that your vitamins are supposed to come in. Well, you know what? It's not, I'm not breaking any laws. And if I put it in a way that you remember it, that's all that matters. So yeah. getting foods in your body that have vitamin C, vitamin A, vitamin K, vitamin E, which spells cake, into your body on a daily basis, you can eat your cake to better health, the right kind of cake. So that is just yes. something that if you can, you find that combination, I'm telling you, you will see and feel the results that the health that you desire and that you deserve is right around the corner of getting that in your body. So I know you work with a lot of clients who want to kind of transform their health. What would you say are the key elements that are needed for someone to take them from contemplation to actually moving forward and changing their health? Because I know a lot of people struggle to get out of, I want to do this, but how do I get over to the other side? Mm -hmm. Um, You just got to do it. Mm -hmm. You have got to jump and say, I am going to make this happen. Now that will look different for different people. I'm going to just do this could be I can't feel like this anymore, so I'm not going to eat animal products anymore starting today. Hey, if that's you and that's how you work, great. But I'm just going to do this also could look like I'm going to start reading today on how much better I can feel. I'm going to start plugging myself into uh, articles and podcasts like this one and blogs that are trying to help me get to that health that I know I, I deserve that I can have because the word says he says in third John that above all things beloved, I, I wish that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. So who am I not to want that as well? I can want that. But whatever that looks like in between the decision that you make to just do it is what needs to happen. Whatever that looks like and get started, get started, get someone to help you have, even if it's just, if it, even if it's you and a buddy at work or someone in your family that y'all have this like-minded uh, decision that you've made, just, just go. And if you have to walk alone, please just go. I walked alone yes. at first under the watchful and loving eye of my husband, but he was like, okay, do you boo? <laughs> don't not do it because my whole household's not doing it that's holding you back from your greatness that in turn becomes their journey and change as well well that brings me to the conversation because your husband um is completely on board now Mm -hmm. how was that transition with him um as a family because i know you started out first and a lot of people they might be the only one in their family like it was for myself how how do you find getting the other family members on board? By being selfish about it in the beginning and realizing you're doing this for you. Yeah. This is some, this is one, this is might be the only thing that it's okay for you to be selfish about (laughs) making sure that you're here to love those people. (laughs) And you can only do that by focusing on making yourself the best version of you. So, um, right. I I mean, my, my husband, he, he basically watched me for two years to be sure I was not going to die. 
<laughs> that's what he did just let me just sit over yeah. here I'm gonna support you this is he watched me come back alive he watched me from like literally all curtain shut heads under head under the cover just couldn't stop crying uncontrollably he watched that go from me putting real whole vibrant foods into my body and me wanting to actually go out for walks and ride the bike again and laugh and have fun he watched it bring me back to life. And so it was a point where um, I have a an amazing, an amazing bonus daughter that uh, when me and my husband met, she was only five years old. And so I had a chance to be a part of her raising full time for seven years. Yeah. So during this time, oh, she was nice. with us. She had a, she suffered a loss, too. She suffered the loss of a sibling. So there was a time when all three of us were in the grocery store with three separate buggies. <laughs> Three separate yeah. because we were all eating so different. Mine looked like the rainbow. My husband's had a lot of the rainbow in it, also had animal product in it and had some processed foods in it. Yeah. My daughter, a bucket full of processed foods. <laughs> she wanted mac and cheese and, and um, you know, pizza pockets and, and snacks, things like that. And that was actually a yeah. great thing for us to do together to really make us take a look at ourselves. I did not right. go into this saying, and he didn't either. Hey, you're good. I, I didn't go in saying, if I got to cook, y'all going to eat like me. Uh-uh. That's the first mistake you can make. Don't do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. They will resent it. They'll resent being healthy right. because of that. Right. And so it naturally came to the point where, you know, heaven was looking at her buggy like, golly, that's all boxes. And my husband was looking at that as well. And so he, he came to me one day and he said, you know what? Yeah, we're going to have one buggy and um, we're going to have one buggy and we're going to eat what you eat. And if you feel like it, if you want to put a piece of animal protein on the side of ours, we cool with that. We appreciate you. <laughs> and then whenever he would cook, you know, I would still get, you know, I might have roasted broccoli and and quinoa or, you know, green beans with sauteed portobellos. We all ate that. I would have that right. of that and they would have it with something else on this on the side. If, if our kid wanted, if heaven wanted a piece of pizza. OK, but this big salad you're going to have next to it is going to is going down, too. <laughs> so that was how that transition happened without me having to bark about it. It just naturally happened. And then from there, my husband's like. I want to feel like that again. He's a former collegiate athlete. He he knows what it feels like to put the right foods in your body. And that's right. a lot of times why people why people won't eat the best foods for their bodies because they might not even realize how good they can feel. But when you yes. do, you remember, right? Okay. <laughs> so that was how that how that went. And now that has progressed to our kid. She's uh she's a junior in college right now. And now she's, uh, you know, sending us Snapchats, bragging about her meal and a lot, lots of vegetables on her plate that she's cooking away from home. I mean, my husband, he he says he's a pescatarian. <laughs> he says that he yeah. only eats, you know, things from the animals from the water. But uh, he's 95 percent vegan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So for that. Yeah, that's husband, amazing. Right. It's, been, it's just been a total journey for everyone but everybody had their own journey don't force yes. yeah you said something that really gave me chills you said the food brought me back to life mm. i mean sometimes it's like we underestimate the power of how food 
transforms our bodies mentally, physically, spiritually. And when you said that, I was just like, yeah, that's so true. Yes. That brings us back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you want to comment on that a little more, but you just said that in passing, but that really stood out to me. Oh, absolutely. I will. It's like, <laughs> okay. Anyone that wants to fuss with me mm-hmm. about food, not being spiritual. I have one thing to say. According to the Bible, the entire downfall was over an apple. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what you're not going to do is tell me that yeah. you're spiritual. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, that yeah, was something yeah, that, yeah. oh my goodness, that human body felt like it had to have in its body. Had to have it. Yeah. And that is what so many of us are still going through today. We feel like we have to have X, Y, Z. And one of the things that I definitely teach is, you need to get to a point where you realize, is it that food that I really feel like I have to have? Or is it an emotion or a memory that's attached to that food that my body, my spirit is actually yearning for? So it's yes. all, all a process. It's a change in total yes. mindset. But yes, because yes. how, yeah. <laughs> how many times have we eaten and it's more because we're angry or we're sad or we're there happy? You We've lost the connection of just eating for true hunger. It's almost—it's yes. it's a novelty now. I don't even—I think we would have to reset our minds to know: Am I really hungry? What does real hunger even feel like? Because we're so bombarded <laughs> by food in our culture. That's right. So, and I think when you bring the juicing and all of that, that kind of starts to reawaken that in us again to kind of feel what natural hunger feels like. And so that's why I was very intrigued with the juicing mm-hmm. that you talked about. The other thing is you have a book called Meatless Meals. Um, and I know it centers around, you know, we, we talk about Meatless Mondays and one meal at a time. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about how, you know, it doesn't have to be all consuming, that sometimes just starting with one meatless meal can revolutionize your life. Can you talk about that? Yes, it absolutely can. And um, there was a time when, um, my husband and I, he was my cameraman and we would go live from, I called it the EBNL kitchen right at our house. And it would just happen to be on Mondays. And I would just say, Hey, I'm here to bust down the myth that eating plant-based is boring, tasteless, time consuming, or has to be expensive. And yes. if we get rid of those four lies people are more willing to, okay, you know what? Let me give it a try. And so they're watching me live. They're seeing that it's not taking long and I'm running my mouth <laughs> while, I'm, while I'm doing it. So if I wasn't running my mouth, it may, it would take even less time. But my thing was, okay, you know, people like, well, I'm just not ready to do this every single day. Okay. Well, would you be willing to do it just one meal a day? Maybe just replace breakfast with a smoothie or replace breakfast with like 32 ounces of juice. And if they go, eh, I don't know. Okay, fine. Then would you cook a meal one day a week, just one day a week to be meatless. And if that's too much, which is why I wrote the meatless meal recipe book, it's set up almost like a monthly calendar. Let's just make this meal in January. Let's just make this meal in February. Can you just give me one meal a month? Because that's different than what you're already doing. Mm. So at that point, I feel like one meal a month, if you still don't want to do that, oh, there's a greater issue. You don't want to (laughs) eat meatless for one day a month. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there's a greater issue that we need to deal with. And hopefully you're honest with yourself and say, you know what? I need to work on that. 
Right, right. So kind of in closing, what what kind of gems would you like to leave with the audience in terms of just eating that healthy life? That you deserve it. Mm. (laughs) That you deserve the health that you desire. You deserve to look like you want to look, to feel how you want to feel. You deserve that. And you will have to, I just want for everybody to take responsibility for their own health journey. Let it be yours and take responsibility for it. You know, don't, don't allow the world to decide for you what you're going to put in your body because they make things so accessible (laughs) because they make it so convenient. Yeah. I've, I've changed the whole way I look at fast food. All right. I used to be a, a, a drive, a drive through thug for lack of a better term. <laughs> okay. I was always hitting the drive through, but now fast food to me, I'm running inside the farmer's market. I'm running into Walmart and I'm grabbing yeah. a container of uh, pomegranate arrows. I mean, grabbing some grapes real quick, or you know what? I, I'm going to juice this morning, but oh yeah, I think I have an extra celery or carrot or something, apple in the refrigerator. That's fast food. Not only is it fast uh, to get in my hand, it's fast to get into my body and do what it needs to do as God designed it to do, which is to heal itself. Wow. The body has the ability to heal itself. It's wow. brilliant. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. So I like to ask everyone at the end of the episode um, a couple questions, just whatever comes to your head first. What would be your three top plant foods or meals? Okay, so uh, can it be a color? Green. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Green. Anything Anything green. Anything Anything green. green. Okay. And what I mean by that is um, as far as a hot meal, my favorite thing to do is to, um, one of the recipes in my, my book is called the, I call it the perfect collard greens because they are. Not only are they amazing, they haven't been cooked to literal death. <laughs> they only yes. take 15 minutes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I love to put some greens and maybe half collards, half mustards, or throw some beet greens in there and have those as a whole meal or alongside whatever else we're having. So um, I would say like... Falling in love with green again, finding a way that it works in your life. Some people, um, like myself, being from the South, you know, we call that soul food. Well, I've always loved greens. I've always loved beans and rice. So I still have those things. But now it's actually greens and not, you know, pigtails and ham hocks with little greens in it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. (laughs) The actual green. So, and then my red beans and rice or red beans and quinoa, just, you know, finding how to still have that flavor um, without having that actual animal product in it. So making sure that you're eating high protein um, just until your mind gets wrapped around the fact that Americans get more protein than we need, including vegans. No one has ever died of a protein deficiency. No one on record. And they won't. Because right. we're getting it. <laughs> we're getting yes. it. So veggies and beans and rice and um, juice. Yes. Can't Somehow. forget that juice. Don't forget juice. <laughs> it's so fast. It's so fast to get your body to start the healing process. Whether you're making it yourself or you find a local juice bar that will make it cold pressed and fresh and raw for you. 
Mm. So tell us what's coming up for earthly bodies as we moving forward in 2020, what's down the pipe? Uh, I'm actually able to focus more on the educational piece. So there will be more uh, in-person seminars or webinars if people can't get to where the in-person seminars are going to be. Um, Just a chance for you to sit down in the comfort of your home, in your PJs, and just learn. Learn the why. (laughs) Learn the why. So I'm so excited that I'm able to do more of that, Um, you know, working with my customized clients. um, I'm able to do that once again because... My husband has made this a part of his journey, too, and he's watched his body become whole. So he's like, hey, I got the cafe. You you going to do what God told you to do. <laughs> okay, yes. I, I've got this. So between the two of us, I, I say that, you know, we're working hard separately to collectively have the dream that that we realize. Awesome. So, um so yeah, that that's what it is. More more teaching, more being able to to do more videos, more webinars to make sure that people truly have the why behind what they're doing, um, why it's a necessity in their life. Awesome. And where can people find you on Facebook, Instagram? Let us know yes. where they can find you. You can find me Instagram and Facebook um, at Earthly Bodies or Earthly Bodies Natural Living. Just be sure that you're typing in B-O-D-I-E-S for Earthly Bodies and more than likely you will see my face. (laughs) Uh, Same smile, different hair, but you'll see me. (laughs) Um, uh, I do have a YouTube channel. It's YouTube-ish right now, but it is yet it is there with a few videos. It's also Earthly Bodies Natural Living. And then, of course, my home base earthlybodies.org is my website where the blog is set up, where the shop is just that, that that's the earthly bodies home. So come to what I call earthly bodies university and just get what you need for your journey to healthy, natural living. And making your body a safe place to live. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Johanna, it was such a pleasure talking with you today. And I look forward to keeping in contact with you and seeing all the amazing things that Earthly Body is going to do for the world. Thank you so much, Cersei. It was great talking to you too. (laughs) Awesome. See you later. Bye. You've been listening to the Eat Your Best Life, the podcast. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on iTunes. Until next time, thank you for listening.